I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cedarburg Public Library Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter a Day Kids Edition. My name is Casey, and I'm the teen librarian at the Cedarburg Public Library. We have teamed up with CPL Radio to read to you a new middle school book, one chapter at a time. Tune in each day to listen to a chapter, or you can catch up by listening to past recordings. This month's selection is called Betty Before X by Ilyasa Shabazz. It's about a young girl named Betty who was raised by her aunt in Georgia until she is six. Then she joins her mother and stepfamily in 1940s Detroit, where she learns the hard truths about the civil rights movement. Later on in life, she marries Malcolm X, the influential African-American Muslim minister and civil rights activist. I love this story because it is all about keeping your faith during tough times and leaning on your friends and community for love and support. After each chapter, CPL Radio will play a few Motown and doo-wop songs, the music that Betty and her friends Suzetta and Phyllis listen to in the book. To listen to the latest chapter, visit our website or go to the CPL podcast page on Spotify.
31. It's hard to count blessings this week. Should I be thankful for the people marching? Thankful that they are using their voices to speak up, speak out? Should I be thankful for the lawyers who are working for half their pay to make sure there is justice for the boy whose heart is no longer beating? Should I be thankful that it wasn't someone I knew? It is hard to count blessings this week. So instead, I just pray. I pray for peace, for Leon Mosley's family. I pray that one day I won't ever have to pray these kinds of prayers. 32. It's been a week since Leon Mosley died. Protesters have been marching every day, but today the streets are clear and quiet. Today is the first day that things feel normal again. I am sitting in my room listening to the radio. A Billy Eckstein song comes on, an old one that I haven't heard in a long while. After the song ends, the DJ announces that Billy Eckstein is coming to Detroit next month for a special concert at one of the jazz supper clubs. The DJ plays another of his songs. I lay on my bed and daydream about the day I'll actually be able to go to one of his concerts. I think of ways I could even maybe get a glimpse of him while he's in town. If I stand outside the backstage door after the concert, I might see him as he leaves. But I know Mother would never let me out that late, so I just turn up the radio and enjoy his singing from the airwaves. Listening to the song makes me think of Phyllis. I pick up the phone and call her. I don't really plan to do this, it just happens. On the first ring, I think maybe I should hang up. I don't know what to say, but then the phone rings a second time, and she picks up. Hello? Hi, Phyllis, it's Betty. She hesitates. Oh, hi, Betty. Both of us sit on the phone, waiting for the other to speak. I'm the one who called, so I know it needs to be me. What do you say to someone you haven't spoken to in so long? I, uh, I was just calling to say hello. I tell her. Oh. I clear my throat, try to think of something to say. Have you heard about Leon Mosley? I ask. So sad, she says. It's just awful. I heard on the radio that there's a way to donate and send money to the family to help pay for his funeral, I tell her. Really? She says. There is silence again, and then I say, I was thinking about donating. Maybe, do you think we could put our money together and donate something? Phyllis doesn't respond right away. And I... I can ask Suzetta, too, I tell her. Then Phyllis says, Maybe we can ask Bethel to take up a special offering. His family doesn't go to our church, but we could still help out. And just like that, we are talking again and making plans to ask Pastor Dames before church next Sunday if Bethel can help the Mosley family. I don't know if this means we'll ever dance together again or look through magazine and plan trips to Harlem but it feels good knowing that we can come together when it matters the most. As soon as I hang up the phone, I call Suzetta. It is not time to go to bed yet, but already I know the blessing I will be counting tonight. 33. The NAACP is having a special ceremony to honor local Negro leaders in Detroit. Suzetta and I are volunteering to be greeters. Mother tells me there will be many special guests and that the League chose us to be greeters because they can trust that we will be good hosts. 
The banquet hall is a paradise of a place. On the first floor, all of the chairs are covered in white cloth and tied across the back with flowing pine green ribbon that has silver piped along the edges. The white flowers in the centerpieces rise high and perfume the room. They are surrounded by small white candles that sit on tables, making shadows and shapes on the tablecloths. Tall, heavy white drapes cover the backdrop of the entire stage, which is ready with microphones, three music stands, and a baby black grand piano. It feels strange to be in the center of all this beauty when so much ugliness has been happening. You two will stand at the door and greet everyone. Give each person a program, Mrs. Peck says. Mother adds, and when the program begins, you can go up to the balcony and watch the entertainment and speeches from there. Suzetta and I take our posts. As guests arrive, we say hello and hand out the programs that are printed on ivory linen paper. I take in all the dresses glittering with sequins, the bow ties and matching handkerchiefs. Even though everyone is all dressed up and smiling, there is a heaviness in the room. Pastor Dames walks onto the stage, and Suzetta and I go upstairs to the balcony. Up there, we have the perfect view of the whole banquet. The silverware sparkles under the glow of the candles, and the servers begin bringing out the first course. Pastor Dames opens up the evening with a welcome that sounds more like a sermon. Good evening, friends, he says. Difficult days are upon us. Even though this isn't church, there are a few people who say amen, and heads are nodding in agreement. Pastor Dame says, I know that some of us are growing weary, but let me remind you that even in our darkest days, there is much for which to be thankful. Let me remind you that with every great advancement this country has made, there has always been opposition for the Negro. Slavery, the Emancipation Proclamation, Reconstruction, Jim Crow, and yet we are still here. Pastor Dames pauses and then says, Now, they asked me to do the welcome and the introduction, so let me first welcome you to the struggle. Let me invite you to continue the work. We must not back down. We must not give up. Let us keep pressing to witness that joy in the morning. Then he says, Now, for all you young people in the room, let me tell you that when your time comes to pick up where us old folks leave off, you will have a roadmap to follow. I look around the room at all these men and women and think about each of us being someone's seed, someone's prayer, someone's hope. Pastor Dames continues, Now, for the welcome you're waiting for, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I introduce to you our musical guests for the evening, Billy Eckstein and Miss Sarah Vaughn. The banquet room erupts in cheers. Suzetta and I are the loudest. Mother and Mrs. Peck look up at us, smiling. The music starts playing, and when Sarah Vaughn and Billy Eckstein walk onto the stage, we scream even louder. I can't believe I'm actually looking at Sarah Vaughn and Billy Eckstein in the flesh, right here, in front of me. Hearing him is better than any record I've ever heard. Better than ice cream all day on your birthday. They sing a duet, and then each of them sing two songs. After Billy Eckstein finishes his last song, the applause continues like a mighty wind rush rustling through a forest of trees. And these trees have deep roots, 
so grounded that even though they bend, they do not break. So many of us bearing fruit, so many of us just planted. 34. I get up the next morning and the first thing I realize is that last night I fell right to sleep. No tossing and turning, no memories haunting me, no waking up in the middle of the night. Before I get out of bed, I think maybe I should start my day the way I usually end it. In this moment, while the sun is just waking and the house is still, I thank God for this brand new day and begin to count my blessings. The blessing of people coming together for a common cause. The blessing of me being a part of them and them a part of me. The blessing of having a mother, a father. The blessing of having my best friend forever, Suzetta, and each of my sisters and brothers and Arthur and even Ollie Mae. The blessing of belonging to this struggle, this fight. The blessing of giving love, of being loved. Chapter a Day Kids Edition can be heard Monday through Friday at this time on CPL Radio. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.